Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And of course, as always, it's your host, John June. And like I mentioned, Greg's out. So we got this thing. Let's rock and roll, baby. We are covering the 1 p.m. games. Well, I should say the early slated games because we do have a London game in there for my uh, East Coasters, 930 in the morning. So um Obviously, if you're on the West Coast, it'll be 6.30. And if you're in London, I'm not really sure what time the game will be, actually, to be honest. I think it's six hours ahead. We'll go with that. Um, but anyways, breaking down these these games, it's also it's a bye week. So remember, Atlanta, New Orleans, New York Jets, San Francisco, don't put those players in your lineup because they will not score you any fantasy points this week. Um so obviously it's going to be a little bit shorter today because we're only covering, I believe, nine games instead of the usual ten. So, um, yeah, man, let's let's rock and roll this thing. I actually think it might be eight games, but either way, I don't count them. I just do them. Let's break them down. Starting with our first game, the one and four Miami Dolphins traveling to Jacksonville to take on the zero and five Jacksonville Jaguars. This game is a forty-six point total where the Miami Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites in London here. So uh, in terms of the injuries and the weather, the weather is supposed to be okay in London. In terms of injuries, Miami has a bunch of guys that are banged up. Um, You know, Devontae Parker, wide receiver, questionable with the shoulder and hamstring injury. Wide receiver Preston Williams, he's a limited participant with a groin injury. Cornerback Xavier Howard, he was a DMP with a shoulder and a groin. Uh, So, you know, some be on the lookout for those guys if you're playing in leagues. And, you know, obviously these guys are at 930 in the morning. So also make sure these guys are not in a flex spot. Make sure they are in a positional spot. Right. So, you know, Devontae Parker shouldn't be in your flex if you're starting him. He should be at at wide receiver. But either way, um, neither here nor there with these guys looking out in terms of Jacksonville's injuries. Linebacker Miles Jack, he's out with an oblique. Defensive tackle Rashad Coward, he's out with a knee injury. In terms of this game here, I will take the under. We'll take Miami to cover. I'm going to take Miami to win this game. Uh, Jacksonville, again, 0-5. Uh, I, I can't, I cannot pick Urban Meyer to win a game. I just, I'm, I, I, I don't think I will. And I think I did week one, but that was about it. Uh, I'm not picking Urban Meyer here. You don't, no matter how bad Miami has been on that side of the ball there. I definitely will look to take or both on one side of the ball. Miami's just been bad. I will t- definitely look to take Miami to uh, cover this three and a half point spread and win this game. In terms of the fantasy analysis I, for Jacksonville, I think James Robinson's in a real nice spot. Obviously, if he can get the volume and it could be guaranteed, then that would be ideal here. Uh, but the matchup is really nice, and he, you know, he's been getting. A, a good enough workload as it is uh, and seeing some receptions as well as some touchdown opportunities where he should um, be a, a, a nice play in this game. He's actually my top, my top option from this game uh, in terms of, you know, who will lead it in fantasy points uh, in terms of the quarterback situation for Jacksonville, 
Trevor Lawrence, he's in quarterback two territory. Again, the matchup is nice here, but I, I don't want to attach myself all that much to this offense. Uh, it, it does seem Marvin Jones, uh, you know, between Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, Tavon Austin, they will all be involved at some point, except for apparently LaVisca Chenault, who, like, for whatever reason, his coaching staff does not want to use him. Um, you know, again, Tavon Austin had five targets last week. I mean, if you're playing in a PPR league and you're desperate, desperate, Tavon Austin's probably not a bad uh, option to throw out there. Um, and Dan Arnold, you already know my stream of the week. So I think he's a viable play this week at the tight end position for Miami. The quarterback, uh, well, oh, failed to mention earlier in terms of when talking to injuries, Tua Tagovailoa seems like he will be returning uh, potentially this week to suit up there. So, uh, you know, regardless of who the quarterback is, I think they end up having a decent day here against Jacksonville. Not all that excited to play either one of these guys, though. Miles um, Gaskin was more involved last week, saw 10 targets, had over 100 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Was in on over 60% of the snaps, uh, led them in touches and, and, and opportunities there. So, look, he could easily burn you again, but if you're if you're desperate, you know, shoot the shot, man. Honestly, um, Jalen Waddle should be heavily targeted, seeing almost eight targets per game over the last three weeks, uh, and the wide receivers here for Miami are banged up, right? So, um, I, I definitely am could look to Jalen Waddle to throw into my lineup here. Uh, Mike Gusecki, he seeing more than eight targets a game, fire him up as a tight end one. Obviously that's one of my guys from not just this season, but last year as well. So um, definitely look to Mike Gusecki to be a guy that we're targeting here. So um, Moving on to this next game, we've got the 1-4 one, one Houston Texans traveling to Indianapolis to take on the 1-4 Indianapolis Colts. This is a 43-point total. The Colts are 10-point favorites here against Houston. In terms of this game, the weather, well, this game is in a dome, so no weather concerns there. Left tackle for Houston, Laramie Tunsil, he's out with a thumb injury. Uh, the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts, Rodrigo Blankenship, he's a DMP with a hip. He's been dealing with it. With, uh, he, he dealt with that injury during the Monday night game. So uh, I don't know if anyone – well, hope you guys saw that game or watching it. You know, it's kind of important to watch the games. But either way, keep listening to us. We got you. But either way, uh, Blankenship was dealing with a hip injury. So I would probably stay away from – I'm not – Again, if y'all know anything about me when it comes to kickers, like I don't have, I'm not sitting here ranking them or scouting them or any anything like that. But one of the things I I do say is when it comes to my kickers, I want to remove as many variables as possible, right? So obviously we all target kickers in in good offenses, um, but obviously not too good of offenses because then you just end up with like you know a few extra points. But um, I'm always looking for kickers that are in a, you know, play in a dome, right? So we can remove weather as a variable. But I also don't want to deal with a kicker who's injured. Like now you got potentially missing kicks. You you got, you know, potentially not being called on to make a kick, right? So there's there's different things that happen there. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, he, that's probably the most kicker analysis you will get 
like consecutive kicker analysis you will get from us on this show. So enjoy it. I hope. Uh, T.Y. Hilton dealing with that neck injury. He returned to practice. No word on whether he will play this week or not. Um, obviously, I have not been. I mean, I've seen seen people picking up T.Y. Hilton and all that stuff. I have not been one of those people. Uh, it will not be me. I, I, I wish him to be healthy and all the best, but it just won't be me. Um, and then in terms of, well, continuing with Indianapolis and the injuries, they, they got some guys questionable on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, definitely be mindful of that. And so I will take the under here. I'll take Houston to cover 10 points. I will take Indianapolis to win this game. In terms of the fantasy matchups, not much especially on the Houston side. I mean, I think Brandon Cooks should return to, you know, should bounce back here, return his productive self that we saw to start the season. Uh, but outside of him, I'm not really interested in playing anybody else. On the Indianapolis side, I, you know, fire up JT again, had a phenomenal game on Monday, so fire him up. Um, Michael Pittman should continue to see that lovely 27% target share that he's seen over the last few weeks, so start him as well. Mo Ali Cox, uh, if at tight end, has been more involved in the offense, uh, seeing almost four targets a game over these last three weeks. So, and if you guys have noticed, it is that time where I start referencing the last three weeks of the season. It probably would have been that time last week, but I wasn't here. But last three weeks is what I will be referencing because we like to get a an idea of, you know, teams, they make adjustments, they get better at stuff, right? Like a team that was team that sucks at stopping the run they might say hey you know what well we've got to fix this right so they make an effort to fix it and uh you know they they end up playing better as well as defenses take a while to catch they take longer to catch up than offenses do as well so you know just between like tackling and the limited contact and things like that it's a little bit easier to to uh to get into a rhythm on offense than it is on defense so with that being said here, uh, I think Brandon Cooks, or Mo Alley Cox, rather, uh, over these last three weeks, being more involved in the offense, I think that's by design, and I think I expect that to continue. So you know how much I love Mo Alley Cox on this show. So if you are looking for a tight end, he's definitely uh, worth the speculative ad. But, uh, you know, there's uh, wouldn't do it over guys like Ricky Seals-Jones uh, or – or Dan Arnold's, right? So those would probably be my top two guys there. Um, moving on to this next game, the Green Bay Packers 4-1 traveling to Chicago to take on their 3-2 Chicago Bears. This game has a 45-point total. The Green Bay Packers are 4.5-point favorites. In terms of the weather, it's okay here. Um, in terms of injuries, Allen Robinson, he was a DMP with an ankle injury, so I definitely want to look out for that. Darnell Mooney, uh, he's limited participant with a groin. And then the big news that came out today, uh, Damian Williams t- came out today, went uh, Thursday, obviously. But Damian Williams, he is out with COVID. So uh, that means cl- rookie running back Khalil Herbert is the next man up uh, for Damian Williams, who was filling in for Dave Montgomery. So on the Green Bay side, Robert Tunyon, he, is, he was limited with a knee. Aaron Jones was limited with an ankle in terms of the game here. I will be taking the under. I will be taking Green Bay to cover. I'll be taking Green Bay to win. Uh, In terms of Chicago on the fantasy side, as I said yesterday, 
As far as one quarterbacks, one quarterback leagues go, I am out. O U T out on Justin Fields. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be me. Uh, I've waited long enough. Uh, Matt Nagy, you're crazy. I can't deal with you anymore. And so I'm out. And I, I could very well regret that, but I'm also not going to continue to tank my lineups or uh, making speculative ads on waivers because I want to hold on to Justin Fields. Just not doing it. So, uh, you know, if we see that breakout game come, then, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll pick him up, uh, you know. Okay, maybe I'll pick him up next week before Tampa, see how it goes. But I'm out this week for sure. Um, Herbert steps in for Damian Williams, uh, as, and I think he should produce as a mid-range RB2. The matchup's nice. I should see a, a, boat, a boatload of work here. I saw 18 carries last week, but is now on an opportunity here to see not just carries, but receptions, which Damian Williams gobbled up, and some goal line opportunities as well. So I think Khalil Herbert's definitely in line for an RB2 week. Darnell Mooney currently is leading this team in target share over the last three weeks at 28% to Allen Robinson's 25%. I could... I could easily see that flipping, but it's definitely tough to trust Allen Robinson right now, right? Like, you know, if you have Allen Robinson and Kadarius Tony, you're probably going to play Kadarius Tony. I mean, I hope that you would. If you have Allen Robinson and uh, a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown, for example, who I've been hyping up and, and been excited to pick up on and, and add to my teams this week, you know, picking up, I, I, I like I picked him up and I have him and Allen Robinson. I'm going back and forth. Like, who should I start? Uh, because Allen Robinson is at this point where he he has not earned the right through five weeks to be an automatic start in my lineup. You have to he he earned that right from you know previous performances and it didn't come it didn't come through uh, you know this year. But he hasn't earned the right through you know um, he hasn't earned that right over the course of this season to be in my lineup. So. With that being said, I'm 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 I will play him in a pinch, but for the most part, I I'm I'm out. So um, if you know deeper leagues and I'm in like a two receiver two flex league, like he's starting for me there, because um, I only have really two running backs. Cordero Patterson's on by, so. Uh, there he's starting to form me. Tampa Bay, again, they play Tampa Bay next week, so he'd probably be in my starting lineup next week because if he can't get it done next week, I really don't know when when he'll do it. Um, for Chicago, uh, well, that's it for on, on the Chicago side. For the Green Bay side, Aaron Rodgers, he gets a downgrade for me this week going up against the Chicago defense. That's been uh, pretty good against quarterbacks over the last three weeks. Uh, obviously still going to start Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones has ceded some work to A.J. Dillon, but I am playing uh, – I'm going to play Aaron Jones with confidence. I think A.J. Dillon is in a flex conversation, but his floor is definitely hard to trust. And in terms of – I know I said that who I, I – you know, I would play Aaron – I would probably downgrade Aaron Rodgers this week. Who would I play ahead of him? Uh, Taylor Heineke, right? Like we've talked about this uh Actually going to talk about this guy next, but definitely would be a guy that I would play over over Aaron Rodgers this week. Um, you know, moving on to that game, actually, 
the two and three Kansas City Chiefs. That sounds weird to say, but the two and three Kansas City Chiefs travel to Washington to take on the two and three Washington football team. This game has a 56 point total. The Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. In terms of the injuries here, or the weather is, you know, the weather is okay, but in terms of injuries, Leonard. Fournette. I'm saying that Leonard Fournette because I'm watched Leonard Fournette score a touchdown on the screen. But Tyreek Hill, uh, he's a he's been a DMP all week. Uh, they, they said initially said a knee injury, but I guess it's been a quad that he's dealing with. Uh, I'm not surprised that it, you know it could be both because they're you know right next to each other. But either way, um, Chris Jones questionable with a wrist uh, on the. Washington side, Diami Brown, he's been he was limited with a knee injury. And Antonio Gibson, he's been limited with that shin injury that he's been dealing with for three weeks now. Uh, and then Curtis Samuel, who returned from the IR with a groin injury, is was a DMP with a groin injury. So that's not good. Definitely a setback there. So probably expect him to be on the shelf for a little bit longer. Moving on to the picks here i'm gonna take the over gonna take washington to cover i'm gonna take kansas city to win the game here in terms of the game i will take patrick mahomes will be the top guy this week uh, I, I mean it almost seems crazy to think that he won't and you know obviously him being him and then the, the matchup being as good as it is so uh tyree kill in a nice spot but i'm starting to worry that he might not be you know, that he might not play this week. So I, I will be all over Miko Hardman if he cannot go. Uh, you know, I think the matchup is good for Hardman too, even if even if Tyreek Hill was playing. But, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill plays a role in this offense, like a very specific role. And, I, and you know, when Miko Hardman was always drafted to do some of those things and, and, you know, fill in in some of those aspects. And I think that he's gotten better as a receiver for sure that I think that he can he can definitely make an impact that way. So definitely would be excited to put Miko Harmon in my lineup if Tyreek Hill is out for whatever reason. Um, Travis Kelsey, of course, you start that man. You don't need me to tell you that. Um, in terms of the running back situation, obviously we know Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He was placed on IR with that MCL injury. So Darrell Williams will get at least three weeks to be the guy here for Kansas City. Uh, so he should step in and be an RB1 option this week in a good matchup. Uh, obviously, keep an eye out on Jarek McKinnon. You might want to scoop him up if you have an extra roster spot or something because he can be the guy here that can, um, you know, really fill in on these passing downs. And, you know, who knows, maybe even be, uh, you know, compete with Darrell Williams for more touches in this backfield. So. Uh, moving on to the Washington side, Taylor Heineke, he's my stream of the week. I definitely have faith in him to finish as a top 10 guy here. And I, like I said, I would start him over Aaron Rodgers without hesitation there. Uh, Terry McLaurin is in a wonderful spot here, obviously. Um, Antonio Gibson, you know, basically that 60 yards and a touchdown or two is, is loading as we speak. Ricky Seals-Jones has got to be one of my favorite plays at the, at the tight end position this week. Um, the matchup is great. You just the the opportunities are there. Uh, there's injuries in in the pass catching room for the 
Washington football team. So I, I definitely like him this week as a play. J.D. McKissick makes sense as a flex option given the potential game script that we might have here. So moving on to this next matchup here, the two and three Minnesota Vikings traveling to Carolina to take on the three and two Carolina Panthers. This is a 47 point total. The Carolina Panthers are one and a half point favorites in terms of the injuries here. There will be a little bit of rain, but it's going to be okay for the most part Um, in terms of Carolina on the injury front. CMC had been a limited participant in practice for most of the week. Then Matt Rule called him 50-50 to play uh, on on Wednesday, and then he was a DNP on Thursday. So I read into that as if he's not going to play this week. Um, so Chuba Hubbard gets another opportunity potentially to be the guy for Carolina this week. And then uh, Shaq Thompson, the linebacker, stud linebacker for Carolina, he is questionable with a foot injury on the Minnesota side. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, is um, dealing with a a ankle or foot a foot injury. Sorry, dealing with a foot injury, and then Adam Thielen is dealing with an ankle injury. So both of these guys were DMPs uh, today. So definitely be on the lookout for those guys as well in terms of the fantasy analysis well before that let me get my picks i'm gonna take the under gonna take minnesota to cover gonna take minnesota to win in terms of the game here continue to roll out dj Moore uh with you know as the wide receiver one on this team with the volume that he's seeing just a wide receiver one in general uh cmc uh, he like i said he may not go here so chuba hubbard would slide in again for another rb2 day especially with the amount of volume and the receptions that he will get. Um, in terms of the rest of the passing game here, I'm, I'm staying away from Donald this week. I know he's been good, uh, but didn't ha- didn't have a great week last week. And the matchup here is is not great at all. Minnesota has been really good over the last three weeks, especially against quarterbacks, you know, under 11 fantasy points per game during that span. And you know that, you know me, like I love to pick on Minnesota. We've been doing it since, I don't know, like halfway through 2019. We've been picking on Minnesota every week, but I don't think, you know, I think they've, they've really finally turned it around. So uh, I will stay away from trying to go at them this week, especially with uh, Sam Darnold. So uh, I'm, Staying away from the auxiliary pieces as well. That means no Robbie Anderson, no Terrace Marshall, no Tommy Tremble. Uh, on the Minnesota side, Jefferson, wide receiver one. Uh, Thielen stopped scoring, you know, stopped being on pace for 17 touchdowns this year. So, again, he's a wide receiver three with upside for more than that. Uh, I think, you know, most weeks he's a wide receiver two. I think this week in the matchup, he's a wide receiver three. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a floor play against a Carolina defense that should get better with, remember now, the addition of Stephon Gilmore, who they traded for from New England, the former all-pro corner. Um, so, you know, he's a guy that uh, could really impact this defense here. And so I am going to really stay away from Kirk Cousins, uh, regardless of how good he's been. Uh, In terms of the running back situation, Dalvin Cook would get a downgrade, even if he was a full go here in this one, uh, going up against a tough Carolina rush defense. But whether it's him or Madison, uh, those guys will definitely see enough volume there. 
moving on to this next matchup here, we've got the four and one LA Chargers traveling to Baltimore to take on the four and one Baltimore Ravens. This game has a 51 point total. The Baltimore Ravens are three and a half point favorites here. In terms of the weather, I believe it is okay here. I don't have anything written down, so we're going to go with it's okay. Uh, in terms of the injuries here, Lamar was questionable. He's questionable. He apparently mispracticed with an illness. He was not at the uh, media access portion of practice, so that uh, spiked a red flag about the you know his potential availability. Uh, to wide receiver Sammy Watkins, he's questionable with a hamstring. Wide receiver Rashad Bateman, he's still returning. He returned from practice with that groin from groin surgery. He's he is on still on IR. They have not activated him yet. The Ravens have not, and so they said that they are going to ease him in. And I, I like that. You know that they're taking it slow, especially with how good the passing offense has been here. I think that Rashad Bateman can add some juice to it, especially we've seen Sammy Watkins already out. So it's, you know there's going to be room for him to. To have these targets available to him once he once he steps in there, um, obviously Hollywood is is hot right now. So uh, definitely still like Bateman. I don't know if he'll maybe have the impact that we thought that he would to start the year, but um, I definitely like him to to make an impact as we as we progress forward. Um, Sorry, y'all. I'm in the middle of a fantasy basketball draft. I just got to make these picks, you know. Bear with me here. Um, Moving on to the actual picks here, my picks. This game, you guys know I don't want to do this. You know, I don't want to pick against the Chargers. But I'm going to pick against the Chargers here. I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers to uh to cover the spread because i do think it will be close and i'm going to take the baltimore ravens to uh to win the game here so definitely uh be mindful of of that there how good this game could be so you definitely want to watch that and check this game out um in terms of the fantasy matchups here Lamar Jackson, uh, definitely QB one option. I mean, look, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't want to be the guy to say I said it, but I said, I, mean, I said it. You know, what if, just hypothetically speaking, like, what if the Ravens were not lying, and what if they just threw the ball more? And I get it. Some of it has been out of necessity more than anything, right? They lost their running backs, and this, this, you know, their defense isn't as good, so they kind of just have to go out there and. They have to kind of go out there and um, and and throw the football more than they might want to. But Lamar is getting it done. That's never been a question. Not on this show. I know some people still want to hate, but you know we are Lamar fans here, without a doubt. So continue to ride that man in your fantasy leagues. Mark Andrews, he's back to uh, tight end top echelon tight end territory. So should continue this week as a top three options so throw him out there Latavius Murray that's the guy I want to talk about because he's a sneaky sneaky good RB2 play this week in a great matchup against the LA Chargers so I definitely 
like, you know, it's dangerous because not dangerous, but um, there's not a ton of upside there because the he's not going to get a ton of carries. But this defense, this rush defense is just so bad that I don't think he needs a whole lot. Plus, he's always in line to get a touchdown there. So I think Latavius Murray, if you're desperate, especially with the bye weeks and everything, Latavius Murray makes a ton of sense as a, a flyer, as an RB2. Um, Marquise Hollywood Brown, man, he, he gets a slight downgrade, but the man is on fire right now. So it's definitely tough not to play him. Uh, again, the matchup's tough, but this is a high-scoring game. It should be, and I think he definitely will be involved there for sure. So continue to fire that man up. On to the Chargers, Austin Eckler, top two option for me this week. Um, don't hate the matchup for him either. I actually think it could be pretty good. Uh, I didn't touch on this, I don't believe. Mike Williams, he's he's banged up with a knee injury, but did not practice on Thursday. So we definitely um, want to be on, want to monitor that. But I think Keenan Allen has his breakthrough game this week that uh, managers will definitely be grateful for and you know will obviously have missed his uh you know his ceiling that we were kind of expecting from him. moving on to this next matchup here we got the three and two Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Detroit and take on the 0 and five Detroit Lions this is a 48-point total. The Lions are three-point favorites. In terms of the injuries, Joe Mixon, questionable with that ankle injury. He was a, a, a non-participant in practice, so that could have just been maintenance for him there. Um Excuse me, sorry. Um, on the Detroit side, DeAndre Swift, he's limited with that with that groin, so that's obviously been the story for him all year. Not overly concerned with that. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, he's been dealing with this knee injury, uh, so you know, I wonder if that has to do with the lack of production and the lack of targets that he's been getting. But definitely want to monitor that. Uh, and then Jamal Williams, he is questionable with a hip and an illness so definitely would look out for that as well especially if if well i think swift can go but if if williams can't go then that means swift is like kind of locked into these this rb1 role here um love this matchup for joe mixon well taking the over here taking Cincy to cover taking Cincy to win as much as i want to take detroit man I really do because you feel for them. They play hard. They're not a, they're not an 0 and 5 team. They they play they play hard, man. And and so you definitely want to see them get that first win. I just don't think it'll be this week. Love this matchup here for Joe Mixon. If he can return close to full health, uh, T Higgins, Jamar Chase both have wide receiver on upside. Uh, Tyler Boyd is probably relegated to a low end flex option this week. Uh, well, just in general, I think for right now, just considering the the role he has in this offense, um, I think that I'm not all that into Joe Burrow this week. Uh, I think Detroit has played well uh, versus quarterbacks, and so with that being said, I'm just not really into 
not really going to be into Joe Burrow. Uh, for the Detroit side, Swift should have himself a day here. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, again, he's banged up, but you know we're going to continue to trot him out there. And Amon Ross St. Brown, man, I've been talking about it. Uh, he definitely intrigues me for sure. He's been getting involved, averaging almost six targets per game uh, over the last three weeks. And over the last two games, he has eight targets in each of his last two games. So uh, I definitely like what he's been doing. You also have, I think, today, um, Jared Goff said that he would like to see, he would like to see Amon Ross St. Brown more involved in the offense. So hopefully, you know, when the quarterback says that, you know, he may not get his wish, but what that tells me is when the guy is out there, he's probably going to get some targets. So definitely like to see to see and hear that. I think Amon Ross St. Brown can definitely help you out if you're hurting a receiver, if you need a flex, just if you need some like look, eight targets, you're probably going to catch six or seven of them. Uh that's six points in a PPR league without the yards. I I think you can you can live with that if you just need um you know, a safe floor option from your flex or your wide receiver spot or one of your wide receiver spots. Moving on to the last game that we're going to cover today is the 4-1 L.A. Rams traveling to New York to take on, or MetLife more specifically, uh, to take on the 1-4 New York Giants. This is a 48-point total. The Rams are 10.5-point favorites in terms of the injuries here. Aaron Donald, he's questionable with a knee day-to-day uh, they they say so you know you know me I day to day means week to week so we'll 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 have to see about that uh, if Aaron Donald can't go but he's limited part uh, Matt Gay the kicker is a limited participant with an ankle uh, New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is questionable with a concussion I obviously had that nasty concussion so he's a limited participant in practice they say he has a chance to play this week uh, I mean. Obviously, if he can pass all of the all of the neuro, neuro, neurological tests and all those things, then I obviously I think that that's fine. Um, it's just I would be I would be surprised. But uh, Saquon Barkley, he's doubtful with an ankle. Uh, obviously, we know his situation there. Kenny Galladay, he's also doubtful. Uh, I believe he has a knee injury, or, or I have ankle written down, but I think it was a knee. Uh, Sterling Shepard. Questionable with a hamstring, a limited participant in practice. Uh, Darius Slayton also questionable with that ham with his hamstring, uh, and was a limited participant in practice as well. And then the rookie phenom Kadarius Tony dealing with that ankle injury, and he's been a limited participant in practice. So, in terms of the picks here, I'm gonna go the over. I'm gonna go the Rams to cover. I'm gonna go the Rams to win. Uh, give me the entire Rams offense here. Uh, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, uh, Daryl Henderson. I, I, you know, I, I I don't need the the rest of them per se, like Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson. Like I could do without those guys. Uh, Tyler Higby. I uh, think you can play Tyler Higby uh, if you need a tight end. But I honestly would look to these other guys if I could. Right, these these other guys that I've been referencing. Um, you know. Ricky Seals Jones, Dan Arnold, uh, I would feel comfortable playing those guys over Tyler Higby because with Higby, if he does not catch that touchdown, sometimes it's really just not going to get it done. So um, on to the Giants side, I am probably higher on Devontae Booker than most. Uh, I think that RB one, an RB1 finish is not out of the question. Um, 
you know, the, the LA Rams, they allow the 11th most PPR points to running backs over the last three weeks. If you compare that to their season long total, they're 17th. So, so they're over the last three weeks, they've gotten worse against running backs. They are fifth in target share allowed to the running back position. They allow 23% of teams opposing targets to go to the running back position. So I am very much into Booker as a volume-based RB3 with upside for more, depending on if he scores a touchdown or not. But he will be the primary running back at the goal line. He soaked up 17 uh, non-Saquon Barkley touches in, in in the game against Dallas. He filled in admirably. He got he got in. He basically got all the touches and all the work that Saquon Barkley would get, um, even just in 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 reference to the to the field and whatnot. So um, I am uh, I I'm going to be very much in the Booker. Also, Kadarius Tony. I think that I will uh, obviously I'm going to play Kadarius Tony this week. Uh, Evan Ingram has a ton of upside this week as well, so definitely going to play him uh, if I if I'm in need of a tight end. Uh, him or Higby, I'll go Higby there. Uh, I'll go Evan Ingram. I'll go Evan Ingram. Um, I'm out on Daniel Jones, even if he does play. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be out this week. Um, but that's it for the early games. We will come come back tomorrow. We will catch the part two where we'll covered the remaining games, the primetime games for the rest of the week. And then we'll also do starts of the week and I'll play some get money by myself. No, no, no shame in doing that. Always love to play some FanDuel. So definitely going to, going to kick it with y'all this week on that front. So without further ado, I will be out of here. Everybody love you. Appreciate you. Thank you for vibing with us, of course. And uh, just make sure you stay locked in. Make sure you check those lineups. Make sure you check on those waivers. Make sure you check who got dropped. I got T. Higgins dropped in one of our leagues the other day. It was crazy. So people tilt, man. People tilt. The tilt is real. Don't let it be you, though. Have a good one, everybody. We're out of here. Peace.